You are listening to TMB DOS. They must be destroyed on site. The following podcast may contain adult language and discussions of an adult nature. Spoilers for the films discussed occur often. You have been warned. Now, take it away, Dr. Rausch. They must be destroyed on site! up or not all right all right we'll see all right it's they must be destroyed on site episode 206 i'm your host lee your i just main... laugh at, i just laugh at the numbers at this point are we really <laughs> at 206 we've been at this this long okay please continue. Uh-huh. yeah in- introduce the podcast lee i apologize <sighs> i just jump in i just you know i say things <laughs> this is what i'm here if... for as if not enough is going wrong tonight, you need to fucking interject and, and fuck up my groove here. That's fine. I do, um, I do. That's my job is to just interrupt you from monologuing about the films. That's all I. That's all I do. It's just you know. I am like literally having worse problems right now with my computer than Court Psyops usually has with his whole fucking audio setup, and he's pretty much like a self-taught audio genius at this point right, right with all the shit he works with and i'm just fucking around like a goddamn monkey so if i make you annoyed with me then you don't get annoyed with your software and hardware for like 45 minutes and uh, ultimately that's better for your mental health so i guess i guess i guess i won't i won't hit my oh i just lost your audio your audio just went away it literally just like dropped on me I think we should move to Skype. I think that's a. I think StreamYards is doing something. Yeah, you're. I can't hear you at all. I'm just gonna keep telling you I can't hear you, until I can hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You are inaudible. You are inaudible. You are inaudible. And not like you have an audible audio book that you are hawking or whatever. You're just. I can't hear you. Your thing says mute. I can see you talking. Putting your finger up at me, you're very annoyed at me telling you I can't hear you. But I still can't hear you, and I'm keeping to tell you that so that you are aware. You're going to type at me. He's typing at me. This is riveting podcast content. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> unpack is that what we're doing at this point i don't know what's going on you look a little bit like nosferatu like trying to like figure out wine <laughs> if you tried to type at me i didn't see any of it i don't know what's going on you're pointing. I don't know. I have nothing. And tw- did you send me a Twitter message? Is that what you did? No. I don't have it. I, 
I got nothing. Oh. There's nothing in the private chat. Oh, there we go. You put it in the live comments. You the Skype is okay. You put the Skype is fucked up. Okay. All right. I'm gonna hang up. I'll open up Skype. I will add you and send you a message. Okay. Oh shit. There you are. Okay. I hear you. All right, good. Yeah, I, I reinstalled my blue... I uh, uninstalled and reinstalled my blue snowball uh, fucking drivers. Cool. I don't see you, but I hear you. Yeah, no, I I, could, I couldn't I could find the one for my Logitech cam right away, so I decided to just say fuck it 
Um, yeah. I mean, there may be some glitch there. I, I just figured, hey, we'll uh, sit and chat for a while just to see if the audio works. And uh, Yeah. Fucking, because um, I was getting an error uh, shell DLL, which is to do with the fucking audio drivers and shit yep. like that. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I, I, that that was probably that was probably the problem. But yeah, yay, audio yeah. problems. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm do a factory reset, and then I've got like. 10 years of shit to <laughs> re-update on the computer. So Yeah, yeah. DLL files, that puts me very much back in uh, 1999, ironically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, been, it's been a shitty week on top of this fucking shit. My fucking mother went back to the hospital for a night, and then... Oh, I'm sorry to hear. I'm yeah, sorry. so... Just been fucking tired, because I just had so much extra shit to take care of all week, so... Yeah, I've just said I've had a kind of a weird work week, but you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. <sighs> well, you sound great now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's actually working now. Like, you know. Yeah. Probably better to just put it off next week instead of like mm-hmm. this, you know this late. <sighs> Uh, it'll be fine. It'll yeah. be fine. Give me the chance to finish the TV show I was watching anyway. <laughs> what were you watching? The um, uh, Amazon Prime show Upload. Never heard of it. Uh, it's the other like Greg Daniel show that's new. So like last week I was talking about like Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Space Force and uh, uh, Greg Daniels, who's the uh, person who uh, kind of co-created King of the Hill and then moved on to the office and then moved on to Parks yeah. and Rec. You know, um, he does a show upload, which is a sort of this uh, like sci-fi show. Like the the premise is that there's this guy who's like this kind of 27 year old coder in the year 2033 who mm-hmm. uh, gets in a car accident. And uh, he's in this world in which uh, you can either, uh, you know, like be treated for your injuries or move on to upload. And uh, upload is like this sort of like tech utopia, like oh, <laughs> I think you can I... upload your brain to like uh, to the to heaven, essentially. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. I've seen like yeah. uh, previews for that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the ads don't really do it justice. It's better than the ads you know hmm. you know so yeah we'll talk about it next week when we actually uh do this for real but yeah <laughs> i uh there's there's some interesting stuff kind of going on because it's kind of both about like the the ads kind of make it into like oh we're gonna do a goofy comedy about right. like heaven afterlife and the computer you know and that stuff is there but it's really sort of about like critiquing the uh like Silicon Valley attitude and at the same time mm-hmm. sort of like this, this sort of dystopia of and then we just all work for like these tech companies sort of thing. <laughs> um and it has like kind of this like kind of interesting character dynamic romance kind of stuff going on. It's not really like <laughs> it's not really a comedy. Like it's not a sitcom in the way that yeah. like um I don't know. 
I have kind of complicated feelings because like I think part of the thing that makes like sitcoms work is they have this like entire like crew of writers right 26 episodes to work on and they just sort of like develop and develop they have like lots of lead time to sort of like develop this like full season mm-hmm. and everything it's like paced within an inch of its life like that's sort of like what makes a sitcom a sitcom right yeah um, and uh when you I, I think the the like prestige television model of uh kind of these other shows of these like netflix shows or amazon prime shows um doesn't really uh allow that same kind of workshopping and doesn't really allow that same kind of work yeah and so these shows just kind of get like they're just not as funny because they just don't work the jokes in the same way you know Um, yeah yeah but but there are still very real pleasures from the show it's just not like you know, you can't you couldn't sit down and go like, oh, this is my favorite episode. You know, like you know, like yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's a different kind of writing. I think is the is the thing. You know, and I and I can appreciate that too because, I mean, you know, sitcoms. There's plenty of great sitcoms, mm-hmm. but I mean, when you're watching a sitcom, you normally know kind of, uh, this is this is being structured for jokes, and they're and they're trying yeah. to put so many jokes in episodes of. But you know, if you get if you get a a different s- sort of spin on the sitcom where they're not necessarily writing like this many jokes a minute or you know or whatever the yeah. fuck they're trying to go for, and you just get the he- the humor sort of comes out more naturally, like oh you know the absurdity of real life, you know that kind of that right. kind of humor. And there's, you know? a lot, and there's a lot of that, and it allows you to kind of do things that are less like kind of like punchline focused, but more yeah. sort of like looking at like kind of the general absurdity of the situation mm-hmm. and I feel like space force felt like you know we had like we were kind of designing a 26 episode season and then like we got to make 10 episodes and so we just sort of like you know uh, we we made we designed 26 episodes and then we made episodes like one four nine 12, 16, you know, like it's, oh, it's, it's, it's the pearls of Pauline. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like where you're just kind of like, they're just like big gaps. Right. Mm. Whereas um, uh, the first half of uh, upload feels like, Oh no, this is very designed for like the thing that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's less funny. Although it does have some funny bits. It's just, I don't know. Like it's a complicated, like, it's just a different format, right? It's just not, yeah. it's not designed for the laughs. It's more of a dramedy, you know? Um, and uh, the, uh, the, the lead characters are really good. I, I think there's some really interesting stuff kind of going on there. Um, there's a murder mystery, which is not really a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> like when you'll watch like the first episode, you'll go like, Oh, why did this guy die? Well, uh, yeah, we, we kind of know who's involved in that. Like, almost uh. you know, um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to finishing it, and so this way I'll get to watch the last five episodes this week, and uh, we'll talk about it, you know, uh, next week. So yeah, yeah, I had I mean. a I had a bunch of movies to mention. Yeah, <clears throat> um, I rewatched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Did you? I did. Yeah, yeah. Did does it hold up? It. It does. It mm-hmm. kind of does. Like, and that's one that, like, I really loved as a kid, right? Yeah. Um, I loved Bogus Journey even more. I'm hoping to get to uh, uh, do Bogus Journey next week as well. Um, Sweet. 
like the and this wasn't even before like the new Bill and Ted trailer kind of came out. The trailer I, looks bad. <laughs> actually, you know, like if <laughs> maybe it's like kind of being a fan of the the movies from back then and kind of like having like no hope for this. Like mm-hmm. really one of those things of like I remember like um, Keanu Reeves doing like uh, interviews for it in like 2010. And it sounded like this sounds like a really bad idea. Like this sounds like really, really bad. And I've been kind of on that train of like, I'm very happy that the people making this feel excited about this. Mm -hmm. I am not interested at all. But I watched that trailer and kind of went like, okay, I'm kind of on board with this. Like, yeah, I'll I'll see this, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be great, but I think it will be. it will be something that I will enjoy for 90 minutes, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's weird. Bill, Bill and Ted for me is like one of those ones that didn't like connect for me back in the day as, as one of those like classics that I was, I was like super into. So watching the trailer for the new one, just like, this is kind of lame. Where's George Carlin? Oh, he's dead. Too bad. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I was like that, like twelve year old that was doing like air guitar, you know. So, you know like I was, that's kind of an embarrassing admission. Like, uh, you know, I'm glad we're not recording this. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's technically actually. Are you recording this? It, well, it, it is. You should is. put this out as a bonus. Like seriously, like put it yeah. Out. yeah. Uh, here, here's what happened this weekend. We, yeah. we fucked up. <laughs> we fucked up. <laughs> and so Our, we're not going to do the episode, but we're going to sit and bullshit for you know. 35 minutes or whatever yeah yeah i think actually i will put this out as a sort of intermission or whatever what the fuck um so i did like uh my best friend peter he fucking uh gifted me the his password to shutter he decided he's like have no. you heard of have you heard of shutter and i'm like yeah i've heard of shutter i'm a, I'm a, I'm a fucking horror fan you, you, <laughs> Peter, yeah. you sweet naive bastard! I I know what Shutter is. Lee, Lee, I'm not sure if you're aware. There's this uh, filmmaker that he seems really indie, a little bit obscure. Yeah. Um, George Romaro, Ro- Romero, Romero. Romar- Are you familiar with him? He sounds he is sounds he like someone you should be familiar with. So like, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. You know, Peter's not a film nerd like we are. So, yeah, uh, sure, sure. Uh, so he's like, you heard of Shutter? Do, do you think it's any good? And I've heard it's pretty good. He's like, well, I'm thinking of, you know, picking it up. And I was like, okay, uh, do it. And I mean, I I gifted him an account on my Netflix uh, account. So he threw allegedly, one back at me. Allegedly in Minecraft uh, for uh, uh, the feds or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Whatever. Yeah. Um, come get me. I'm in Canada. Fuck you. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I was checking out each other. There's a lot of good stuff on it. Um, I started watching this series called Channel, Z- Channel Zero, which yeah. is fucking amazing. I, I, uh, I, I'd heard good things about it. And as usual with me, I'm like, everybody else has seen the cool shit. And then I see it last because I'm always watching obscure garbage that no one's heard of. <laughs> it's almost as if like you have a podcast that. Yeah, requires you to watch that, you know. But man, I I really liked it. Like I I I would rank this up as like probably one of the best horror series I've ever seen on television. 
Yeah, I saw your. Uh, I think I saw your like Facebook post about it, and I was kind of like, "Well, that's." You know, I mean, you know, like I'll mm. get to it in five more years. That's kind yeah, of yeah. For me, it's like if you're on it, like I'm five years late. I'm like, well, I'll get there in five or ten more years. It'll be. <laughs> you know, it's, I was thinking. I was thinking like yesterday. I think about they must be destroyed on site, and about like how we've been doing this for um, like six years. I think at this point, yeah, yeah, something like that. Um. <laughs> And given our like our fan base, whom we love, but like you know, this is not the uh, you know we're not setting the world on fire in terms of no. our, our listener base here. Um, but this is, really is like just sort of the uh, uh, the process of a couple of like uh, middle aged movie nerds. Like it is mm-hmm. like we've entered adulthood and we're still watching movies and we sit and talk about them, mm-hmm. and that's what this is. You know, to to a to to a weird degree, where we just kind of like follow our muse and do whatever it is, and it doesn't. Nobody's paying us for this, so we just get to watch whatever we want. Yeah, and um, I do feel like there is a sense of which, like, this is a like a really valuable uh, archive for people in the future. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> uh, of like looking at like you know like like this process. I feel like our our like our our completely unstructured and. Um, you know, like an unselfconscious uh, process is going to aid us in terms of like the way that people remember this, if anyone remembers it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah. Uh, if, if, if we get famous enough that some, someday someone will erect a statue and then like a hundred years later, they'll tri- tear it down and throw it in a river. That'll, that'll, that'll probably happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly, honestly, um, you know, you know, if the world moves forward to the point where, like, someone both erects a statue of me and then decides that I am problematic enough to <laughs> be pitched into a river, that's just better for the world. So, you know, it's fine. Widely recognized as the third Hitler in history, Daniel <laughs> Harper, thrown in the river. And then there's a lot of people, like, speaking up about heritage and yeah yeah well you know of course it's entirely possible that we get that to the river because of uh you know the world became like full fascist and yeah uh, you know that that's that's the other possibility and if that's the way it works then fuck you fucking future fascists yeah um, yeah you know yeah uh, enjoy your world it probably won't last very long. <laughs> there will be there will be people like me in the uh, underbelly of your society who will uh, fight you, and they will win. Ultimately. Yeah, they they will murder you in your sleep. The Thousand Year Light Reich lasted twelve years. That's all I'm going to say. That's all yeah, gonna say. Uh, Confederacy lasted five. There you go. <laughs> Not even five. It was like four and a half. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was being generous, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like when you measure your dick, you know, and you're like, oh, five. <laughs> your heritage is a little in in the. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's a little it's a little short. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you measure all the way back to the asshole, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of asshole at the end of it. <laughs> and that asshole was robert e lee yeah (laughs) i saw i saw a proposal where it was like you know uh you know somebody on twitter saying like you know 
what we need to do is we need to erect a new statue in Atlanta, which is, uh, you know, uh, because they tore down like uh, one of their one of their big statues. It's like, okay, we're <laughs> we're <laughs> we're gonna put um uh, what's his name? Jesus Christ, my brain is like fried. Um, you know, uh, March to the Sea, Ger- Sherman. We're gonna put a, a statue of General Sherman uh, with uh, like fire behind his eyes, and what? you know, like just like this eternal flame of General Sherman above Atlanta. Like that's the statue you get to have if you if you want to be uh, commemorating the Civil War in Atlanta, um, because of course Sherman burnt Atlanta to the ground. Yeah, um, yeah. And I and I I feel like that's that's the that's the memorial. Like if we're gonna have Confederate War memorials, those are the ones that we need to have. Yeah, or you know, you you could just like uh, put a white flag up in the town square in every southern city. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it turns it turns out you lost. It turns out you lost. You, yeah, it you turns lost. Yeah, and it turns out you were losers beforehand, anyway. So you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but no, uh, Channel Zero, really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every uh, every season is uh, based on a creepy pasta. It's it's basically just like uh, let's let's look for like the really good creepy pastas, and then like let's adapt them, and then expand sure. upon them, and. Oh my god, the the first one, uh, Candle Cove, is fucking amazing. Like it, it touches on all those, um, a lot of the stuff that just frightens me personally. Like uh, the, the like the weirdness of like a a pirate broadcast that can't be explained, and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and and stuff like that. Like it's just just very good stuff. Like very underrated series. I feel like you know it got four seasons on Sci Fi, six episodes every season. Um, in a way, it's kind of perfect that way. Well, it's like, oh, uh, you, you binge the four seasons, and it's kind of a perfect little anthology series. But at the same time, I wish they would do more because the writers in it are so fucking good in adapting and like expanding upon these creepy pastas and then making them their own thing. And um, yeah, like seriously, some of the stuff in these seasons unnerved me. Like it was, it was, it was that well done. And, you know, being like a fucking lifelong horror fan and, you know, you grow up and you watch horror movies and usually, you know, horror movies don't really scare you. You you just kind of enjoy watching them or whatever. And then every once in a while you run into one that fucking seriously unnerves you and like takes you back to being a kid again. And then, and actually like being scared or being creeped out, you know, you, Every once in a while you watch something that takes me back to like uh, the 1978 Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which is a movie that still fucks me up every time I watch it. Like I I just I have a I have a hard time watching it. I love the movie, but I have a hard time watching it because just the themes in it are sort of things that fuck with me. We definitely need to do that one. I have never seen the 1978. Oh, wow. I've seen the, what, 56, I think, is the Kevin McCarthy one? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I've never seen the 78 one, so... uh, (sighs) Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. It's always been... It's one of those that's, like, kind of continually on my list, and that's, like, part of what I love about, like, doing this podcast is, like, it's just, you know... I kind of came up. Sorry, I'm kind of self-confessional right now, like mm. because we're just kind of doing this like kind of intermission bullshit where we're just talking to each other. And, I, and I've just kind of kind of been thinking about like why I keep doing this podcast, uh, <laughs> besides the fact that like 
it's nice getting to hang out with Lee every week, you know. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I kind of came up kind of reading uh, like Gain It Cool News and kind of following people who are like professional mm-hmm. film critics and stuff, you know, who like their job was I watch like 10 or 20 movies a week and yeah. I'm like completely abreast with everything. And I've seen like every movie that's been made in the last 20 years. And I, you know, like have this like kind of deep knowledge of like the deepest of deep cuts of film. And uh, that's great if you're a professional, right? Like if, yeah. that's, if that's your, if that's the thing that you do, but also like, you know, uh, I'm an adult. So I have like a wife, and a job <laughs> and other hobbies and responsibilities <laughs> and you know like other things like it's you know i like you know, watching like cheesy tv or kind of rewatching stuff and you know having like you know like it's i'm gonna mow my lawn <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like, i don't know like it just kind of becomes like uh i have i have things to do other than like watching uh, you know like every movie that is like on my oh yeah that seems interesting i'm sure i will really enjoy that you just kind of put it up on a shelf and go I'll get to that eventually. Yeah. And again, I feel like that what this podcast does is sort of like make me uh, do those at some point. You know, it gives me, gives me the excuse to give me the reason. And uh, again, like it's, it's, I don't know. Like it's been, I, I think that's what, what really satisfies me about doing it. It's like, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, I get to kind of be the film group, but not in the, uh, not in the way that I necessarily thought I was going to be when I was like 22, if that makes sense. Right. Are you like covering your mic or anything? Like, uh... no, I'm I'm right here in front of it. Yeah, it was weird. You, you you for for like a couple seconds there, you were like sound like you were underwater. Um, <clears throat> I pitched my voice just a little bit uh, deeper for you know. Does that sound? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did like no. a little bit something different with my voice. Uh and that was meant to be for effect, but if it just didn't come across then, you know, like uh just let me know it was if it was bullshit. <laughs> uh but but no no I like I, I get it like um yeah, no, for for us it's a hobby. It's it's enjoyment, right, it's right. a hobby, you know, it's not a job, so Right, so we get to just do kind kind of do what we want, but also like if this was our job, like if it was like, oh yeah, produce you know four hours of content a week or whatever, yeah, and uh, like we had like an editorial board like deciding oh. to do it, like, but you know it would mean like oh you get paid to do this full time or kind of whatever, but like also like you got to like review the new stuff, but also like we're gonna give you like suddenly you get like uh you know tons of DVDs and tons of Blu-rays and everything, so you get to like. Uh watch everything right you know and that's sort of the yeah the fantasy version of what like being a like kind of an internet film critic was in like the late 90s and early 2000s right because was uh you yeah. kind of get everything you get to be on the cusp of everything you see all the new releases you see all the uh, you know kind of like vault releases and uh you know and that's because you have you're kind of perceived as having like enough knowledge to sort of like comment on it for like some kind of audience, right? You know, right. Um, but yeah, like th- there but are like normal people can't keep up with that. No, <laughs> you know, like it just doesn't work. And especially within the in this like streaming uh, TV era, in which you know, oh, there's another twenty hours of TV that are like prestige TV that you're expected to like keep up with, like every you know couple of weeks. Suddenly, yeah. like, oh yeah, and now you have to be conversant with this and it's like no i am not i i have a <laughs> life you know i have other things yeah 
yeah, no, like, and you know, there there are podcasters who basically kind of do the same thing we do. They're very casual about it. That you know, they're they're like sponsored by like a DVD company or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, they they get the free titles sent to them to re- to review and shit. And that that would be cool. Like, no, I, I'm, I'd be, I'm, I'm not I'm not critical of that. Like, that's fine. No. I'm not. You know. Like, I'm just saying, like, for me, it was kind of like, you know, I thought like, oh, I'm going to be a movie geek. Like, I kind of decided this is something that I loved and this is something like, oh, in like 1998, I'm like, oh, I want to really try to do this for a living and try to work myself into like being like a professional movie critic or whatever, you know. And I went and I saw every like every week I was going out to the theater and seeing a new release, if not like two to three times a week and that sort of thing. Yeah. And it's like there's only so long you can do that if nobody's like footing the bill. That's and like that's you have to thing. keep a day job, you know. I mean, if if we could somehow get the the, the fantasy gig of, uh, you know, oh, uh, these like really cool DVD companies are like sponsoring us, and they're not saying they're not telling us what we have to say about any other shit. Like yeah. they're just giving us their shit, and we get to review it. Like and imagine maybe... if like Shout Factory was like, okay, here's you know. Um, five thousand dollars a month split it between the two of you mm-hmm. do one episode a week about one of our releases and then the rest of your time is your own and so like we do a shout factory movie and then we do like whatever the fuck else we want to do yeah and so we do two episodes a week but it's like a full-time job at that point right like yeah and i'd be i'd i'd be all for that like that'd be great yeah no it would be no problem (laughs) please shout factory uh send us an email (laughs) yeah this you know if you if you got a couple you know extra hundred thousand dollars a year you're not like (laughs) putting anywhere else you know throw it our way it's fine yeah sure i mean (laughs) it's not even it's not even that much really like it's like you know I was like $5,000 a month split between the two of us. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I quit my job and just yeah. do the podcast for the, like, you know. Um, you will literally get the attention of like 80 people a week listening to us that but may or may not. We'd also get through promotional, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's true. Yeah. So we'd probably have a lot more listeners then. Yeah. Yeah. One or two of them might buy one of your DVDs. <laughs> yeah. And we'd. Uh, We'd run ads or something, you know. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, all of a sudden, we have like you know, uh, Blue Apron running. And hey, <laughs> D- hey, Daniel, uh, do you like steaks? I love steaks. And the latest package for Blue Apron, I had the greatest steak I'd ever made. Man, they give you all the ingredients pre-packaged, and if you don't like it, you can send it back. And it, uh, just, just, I'm, I'm gonna eat a gun now. Thanks. <laughs> Like it's, and so today we're going to be reviewing Itamama Tambien, which is the story <laughs> of uh, two teenage uh, boys from Mexico who really love uh, exploring their love of their own semen uh, together. <laughs> um, and then they invite a young woman who is way hotter than any than either of them uh, along their uh, their little summer journey. And if you also are a fan of semen. Uh, let us talk about uh, Blue Apron and their uh, line of steak sauces. Sure. <laughs> man, man, Daniel, uh, I was watching Friday the 13th uh, Part 2, and, and and most people don't know that Jason in that film has a sack on his head. And if 
you're like me and you have a sack, sometimes that sack gets sweaty. So you should be wearing sacks underwears, which fucking, you know, absorb that ball sweat and take away the smell. And yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. <laughs> iHeartMedia is going to be contacting us at any moment now. It's, it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we should stop recording at the very least. We should this stop. Is... Yeah, this this is uh, we're just we're just being self indulgent at this point. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but hey, uh, thanks for listening, people. Yeah. yeah, to to the to the listeners, there. Apologies that we didn't get strange days done. It, it was more my fault than anything else. Because it's good. Computer... It's good. It's yeah. it's good. Watch it, yeah. and then we'll, <laughs> we'll do it next week. Yeah, we'll we'll do it next week. Yeah, watch it, and then we'll talk about it and uh, give us feedback and all that yeah. shit. That'd be, that'd be great. Uh, but yeah, uh, until then, this is the end of an intermission. There'll be extra shit in this. There'll be music and all that garbage that I and uh, this will be an interesting edit job. How much of like our fuckery at the beginning of this do I want to like put all back in? Yeah, all of it. Just keep it. Just keep it. I feel like. I feel like that's what this is. Even keep this little bit now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like literally just cut out like the silences and there's yeah, and it, put, like works. a little bit of music in there or something, you know, just to sort of like pave it over. But like I, I think I think um, the listeners would appreciate listening to our frustration at this process. Yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> we tried, guys. We tried. It'll be better next episode, we promise. Uh, well, or it will be different next episode, whether this is better or it's <laughs> kind of for the audience to decide. <laughs> All right. Yeah.
Thank you for listening to They Must Be Destroyed on Site. For further episodes, our Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and YouTube links, please go to tmbdos.podbean.com. Thank you. Drive through. <laughs>